0: Download all the freebies and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo-thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money. hey boo hey happy thursday or whatever day you're listening to this on so today i'm going to be talking about something that i when i first wrote my script for this episode i was like i had this like first idea and now that i'm thinking about it as i'm talking i'm like i kind of have something else to say so we're gonna see where this goes i feel like this is gonna be a mix of my actual notes and then like a bunch of additional thoughts that i had because You know, as things happen, you just have more thoughts and it's a beautiful thing as a business owner, but it's also kind of crazy because it makes it so hard to like plan things because I just have more thoughts. But anyway, today I'm going to be talking about how to communicate the value of your offer and stand on your prices. So in a previous episode, I talked about price objections, right? I talked about objections and I talked about my philosophy around like... Just my love, hate, <laughs> you know, feelings or relationship with overcoming objections. um Because I truly believe that when you are locked in, okay, like I'm locked in with my MVPs, with my MVPs, right? With, the, with my most valuable buyers, my most valuable payers, like I know who they are. And because of that, and because I'm so locked in, I truly believe that when you are locked in with your person, you're not going to get a ton of objections, right? Instead, you're going to get a bunch of opportunities to create connection and clarification, right? So a great example of this, a great example of this is actually there is someone that I recently just started following and I just started like participating in her programs. And today, literally she posted and she was like, I have a secret offer. Here's how much it is. Um, You know, DM me for the link. Do you know that I paid for an offer that I don't know what it is? Like, (laughs) I know that sounds so crazy, but like, it's because I'm her most valuable buyer, right? It's, it's because I'm her person, right? It's because I trust her, it's because I trust her work. And because of that, I paid for an offer sight unseen, right? And that sounds crazy, right? It sounds crazy to think that, you know, oh, People will really buy an offer without knowing what it is, but it's so true, right? When you are actually delivering value, when they've already had a great experience with you previously, when they see the work that you do, and when you can actually communicate the value of your offer, which granted in this offer, she didn't even, like there is no, there's no nothing tangible for me, right? But she communicates her value otherwise, right? And I can see her value in other ways. And so it makes it to where I don't have a price objection, right? I saw the price of it and I was like, okay, here. You know what I'm saying? And like the price wasn't no, like, it wasn't no chump change, <laughs> you know? So it's like, you know, the fact that I did that, it's it's a little crazy, but it's possible. And th- I th- that's the first thing that I want you to kind of get is that it's possible for people to pay you and not haggle with your price, right? And for you to understand, uh, the other thing I want you to kind of think about and know is that some people especially when they know what the price is. It's not that they're gonna haggle with you. They're just gonna tell you, hey, this is when I'll be ready. So I have another coach that I want to invest in. She's um, a multiple five-figure investment. And when I found out the price of it, I was like, cool, this is the date that I'll be available to join. I don't have it right now, but I will have it by this date. And on that date, I will be paying her because I made the money. So now I'm going to be paying her because I want to make that investment. So it's not that I had an objection. It's just that it wasn't the time at that moment, right? That's what happens when you are communicating your value and when you're attracting the right people and when you are standing on your pricing. So that was like a side tangent to what I want to talk about. But one thing that I want to say, and I want to kind of go back to my point of, That's why I don't like that's why I have a love hate relationship with the concept of overcoming objections, because I don't believe that that's actually necessary when you're talking to the right people, right? If you're spending a lot of your time overcoming objections, it means that you may not be in front of your MVPs, you may not actually be in front of the the your person that is actually ready to buy right and it doesn't mean that the people that you have in your community are bad but it does mean go back to that last episode that i just did about optimization it may mean that you need to optimize some things right you need to clarify some things and maybe you also need to build up some more trust right build up your trust bank build up your value bank so that people can actually see it so right now you know this is we're going to talk about you know. Communicating your value and your price, right? Um, And we're especially gonna talk about standing on your pricing because I recognize that, and I've done this too. I've done this too so many times where, as soon as I get a price objection, I'm ready to offer a discount or, you know, do this, do something special, whatever, just to make the money, right? And I wanna say that, like, I've recognized that price is honestly like a default objection or it's honestly like a big objection that people give all the time. And I wanna challenge this thought, right? I like to challenge people and I usually don't like challenge the person, but like I challenge myself and I say, you know what? I know that they're telling me that price is the issue, but I bet there's something else, right? And here's the thing, a lot of people will default to price. And I've talked about this before. They will default to price being the objection, even when they know deep down that it's something else. And at that point, it's your job to either navigate this by asking deeper questions or, you know, Offering them a payment plan if you have it or letting it go, right? I've talked about the whole blessing release thing where I'm, I'm quick to bless and release and I'm right? like, okay, cool. If it's not now, that's fine. We don't got to go back and forth or whatever. But I will say there are a lot of instances where people are using price as a way to really say, you know, I don't trust you, right? And so I want to talk about price resistance, right? Because people really do like have a re- like... Price really, you know, it does come up for people a lot where they're like, oh, you know, I I I'm, I'm, i am don't have the money right now or, you know, whatever. Like, I just, I, I'm just talking like off the top of my head right now. But, like, people have all kind of money objections, right? People will ghost you as soon as you tell them the price or something. And this is why I am very intentional about having public pricing, right, transparent pricing. Because, listen, I don't want you to get on a call with me. If you don't know what the price is, because guess what? When you hear the price, you're just gonna be shocked. You can be like, girl, what? And in that moment, all you're gonna be able to say to me is, yeah, I can't afford that. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being able to like think logically and think creatively or whatever, or even think if you actually want this, your mind kind of goes into that fight or flight of like, oh no, I can't afford this, this is too much, right? That's why public pricing is so important. And so here's the thing, when it comes to price resistance, I've noticed that a lot of people, they, the the biggest feeling that they have is that they feel like that product, the offer, the service or whatever is not worth the price, or they feel like they might find something cheaper, right? And so it's important that you understand why people have price resistance, so that you can actually address this before it happens, right? And again, While I believe that there should be transparency in your pricing, right? I believe that we should be transparent in our pricing. I also recognize where price resistance may come up because people feel like, okay, maybe the value is not there, this is not worth it, or they'll find something cheaper. Now, listen, if you want to find somebody cheaper, go right along it, right? Like, I mean, listen, like, I, 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 none of us should be dealing with the, the haggle and back and forth of someone feeling like they can find cheaper right because we all know cheaper does not mean better right and cheaper actually nine times, 10, nine times out of ten cheaper is never better um when it just comes to like the actual quality but what I think I want to say is that it's important to note that when we're talking about because I said that you know people um feel like the the product the offer the service is not worth the price i want to also say that when people have that kind of price resistance or price objection it's not saying that the customer does not value you um and i know that's like i literally just said that but it's not that they don't value you but instead it's like they don't understand the value that they're going to get in exchange for the price they're being asked to pay so it's not they don't see the value in you right um It's just that they can't justify. Remember I said in the episode about how people, you know, they, they first purchase with their emotion and then they justify it later with their logic. So they're, they're emotionally connected to it. Right. But they can't justify it in their brain, right? Their brain is not, is not making the connection between the price and what they think they're going to get. Right. And so at that point, you're where you need to improve where you need to optimize is on that messaging, right? On articulating, okay, here's the value, right? Here's why this here's why this this offer is what you need. And it's not even about justifying the price. I want to be very clear. I'm not telling you to justify your price. I'm telling you to justify why the offer is what it is and why they need this specific offer, right? So I don't justify the price of becoming CEO or my one-on-one coaching or my masterminds, right? The price is the price. What I do justify is, hey, this is the value of the offer. This is what you're going to get as a result, right? So becoming CEO, I like how I justify this offer is, hey, if you are in a position where you want to have consistent high ticket clients, right? If you're in a position where you want to work less than 20 hours a week, if you are a mom and you are trying to figure out a system so that you're not running yourself into the ground, trying to build this thing, then becoming CEOs for you. But then I take it a step further and I show you examples of people who have, you know, optimized their sales funnel, who are signing high ticket clients in their first launch, who are filling up their services, right? In, you know, within 30, 60, 90 days of launching, right? I show those examples to then justify, right? So a lot of times what happens is that, especially when we're launching a new offer or, you know, even if we've been launching something for a while, right? We've been doing the service for a while and we're just experiencing like a client drought or something. A lot of times what happens is that we get lazy in our messaging, we get lazy in our marketing. And then at that point, people don't really quite understand the value. They start to blend our, you know, your offering with somebody else's. And then at that point, when they hear the price, they're like, wait a second, like, I just saw somebody else selling a very similar offer and you know, it was a thousand dollars cheaper, right? It's not that they don't value you. It's just like when they think about it, they can't see how you are standing out from everybody else, how you are more valuable than something else. And one thing I want you to think about and remember And this kind of goes back to like the sales funnel piece, one stage of the sales funnel and your customer journey is the consideration phase in the consideration phase of the sales cycle and the customer journey. They are literally comparing you to everybody else that has the solution that they are looking for. So, when they are in that stage, it's important that you are differentiating yourself from everybody else. And it's important that you are really articulating your value. Because if you're not, then you're going to hit the price resistance, right? Because that's going to be the first default they make, because they're not going to be able to say to you, oh, you know, can you just explain to me how you're different from everybody else, right? Like nobody says that. But instead, they're just like, yeah, I just I can't justify this cost when I see somebody else doing it for cheaper, or I see somebody else doing it for more. And because of that, they're associated the higher price with okay then their program must be better and it's it's probably not better right or you know it may be just the same or whatever but anyway i'm not gonna get into that it's not that it's it's not that it's necessarily better but people are going to perceive it to be such because of the price and because of the way the person positions their messaging and all those kinds of things right so that's the first thing that i want to note another thing that i want to note when it comes to um price resistance is that a lot of times and, And I kind of mentioned this briefly, but customers are not always aware of the unique value that your offer, your service, your coaching provides. And so in this case, it's so important for you to really communicate your value proposition, right? What is your program promise, your offer promise? Um... And how are you articulating that in a a clear and concise way, right? You need to be highlighting the benefits of your product, really explaining how it's gonna solve their problem, meet their need, get them a result, get them a desired transformation, whatever it is, right? You need to be paying attention to that, but you also need to be listening and asking the right questions so that you can then show them how your offer can support them in getting their desired results. Because when someone hits you with a price objection, a lot of times they're just like, okay, I can't see how this is different from somebody else's. And I also can't see how you're going to get me a, a specific result. Something that I realized, um, you know, a couple of years ago is that a lot of people that worked with me were moms or they, you know, were planning for families. And so because of that, they were attracted to me because I was a mom, right? Or well, I am a mom, um, but but specifically I was a mom of a small child, right? So people knew that I had limited time. I understood that struggle. Um, I people wanted to sell high ticket services. That's something that I do in my sleep, right? And so because of that, I listened. I paid attention, and I shifted my message to really show how I can help you get a desired result, right? How I can show how I can help you consistently sign clients, create a sustainable business foundation all while carrying a baby on your hip, now two babies on your hip, um, and working less than 20 hours a week, right? Working in the margins. That is where my sweet spot is. And so when people are comparing my offer to someone else, well, my unique value proposition is that, listen, There are plenty of other people out here that can teach you how to take a sales. I 100% believe that. There are a lot of people whose programs are just as good, right? Like, I'm not saying that, you know, if you don't do my program, you just suck. Like, no, there's plenty of programs out here that are good. But guess what? My program is unique. My program is different. The value that's different that you're going to get here is that I am a mom, right? I'm a mom. This program is made by a mom and it's for moms, right? And it's to support you because the challenges that we have as moms, is just unique, right? The strategies that we have to do or the strategies that we have time to do are different compared to some, you know, people that don't have kids, right? And. That is where I lead, right? That's my unique value. Your unique value could be anything, right? And it doesn't have to be anything super dramatic. I want to be clear, like it doesn't have to be anything super dramatic, it doesn't be different, right? It has to be your unique angle, right? There's probably somebody else out there that has a program very similar to mine who's also a mom, who also has, but guess what? She's not me, right? She is not me. She doesn't have the same approach I do, you know, she doesn't have the same energy I do or anything, right? So we even though we might have same the similar unique values or unique propositions or or you know similar um program promises you're still gonna see the clear distinction that is where you want to focus right another reason you may be experiencing price resistance is just uh, the availability of cheaper options right like this is the truth there's other options out here that are cheaper right and in this case here's the thing i'm gonna say you don't gotta go back and forth about nobody with nobody about your price right at the end of the day you don't have to go back and forth with them but what you do want to do and what i do encourage you to do is to really focus on who your mvp is right who is your most valuable buyer is because the truth is that high ticket clients your mvps your mvbs they are not looking for a cheaper price so if you are attracting people that are saying things like oh you know someone so has this program is cheaper or you know I can't afford I just I thought it would be cheaper or do you have a lower option or whatever now people that say people that ask you if you have a lower option I don't fault those people because they want to invest they just probably can't invest in your higher ticket offer so I'm not saying that they're a bad fit and if you have something lower give that to them but people that like really come at you sideways and try to say you know oh the price is too high blah 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 I want you to know that like high ticket clients are not looking for cheaper right? They're not looking for cheaper. This is why you want to make sure that you're speaking about your offers and your transformation and that you're clear because without that, your sales pitch falls apart. Because at that point, people will just pick apart everything and they'll be like, oh, the price is too high. This Is this to be cheaper? This person over here has this and they offer more access and blah, blah, blah. Okay. What do you want me to do with that information? Like there's nothing I can do with that information at all right? And I mean this in the most loving way, right? But there are going to be some people that have price resistance for because of the, because there were cheaper options out there. And guess what? They can go find that, right? They can go and invest in that. And guess what? They will be back, right? <laughs> they will be back when they realize that it didn't work. They'll be back when they realize that the support they thought they were going to get, they don't get, right? They're going to be back when they don't get the transformation or the result they promised, that they were promised in three days. They're going to be back, right? And at that point, guess what? Now they're out of double the money, you know? And it is what it is. That's not your problem at that point, right? The other thing that I say is like, you know, they, you can find a cheaper option. I say this all the time. You can find a cheaper option. Well, I don't say this to people because I don't have this problem a ton. Um, I've had, I definitely had this like in, in since 2020, I've had the problem it happened a few times. Let me say that, but it hasn't happened to me a lot. But one thing that I will empower you to say is you can tell people like, hey, if you need to go find a cheaper option, like that's totally fine, right? Like, and in the back of your mind, you know that that they'll be back, right? And that's just, it's. Fa- I've, I've it's happened to me too many times that I'm confident in the fact that if somebody goes and pays somebody less, they will come back to me. Right. Like I, I I already know, like I, it's a guaranteed future sale for me because I'm like, yeah, they'll be back because um, what is that thing? Um, if I'm too much, go find less. Like it's the same energy here where it's like, OK, if I'm if I'm too too much, right, if I cost too much, go find less. But you will be back. Right. You will be back. And that's fine. When you come back, I'm still going to help you. I'm still going to love on you and support you and do all those things. Um, but the price might be higher. <laughs> and, and that's the other thing, too. Like And that's a gamble that they have to take. And you have to release that. Right. You have to release that and focus on communicating your value, right? Communicating what you are bringing to the table. And finally, um, what I wanna say is that it is essential to address any objections that are related to pricing that your customers may have, right? You want to address any kind of objections before people even make them. And the way you do this is by demonstrating ROI, right? Your return on investment and the long-term benefits of your offer, right? You wanna help customers see that There is value in investing in your offer that goes beyond just the 12 weeks together or just, you know, their time in this program, right? Long term, what does this look like? This like for becoming CEO, there are a couple of long-term benefits. One, you have lifetime access to the curriculum, right? You have lifetime access to the coaching as long as I'm coaching, right? Like you have lifetime access to those things. That's one long-term benefit. But the other long-term benefit you have is that inside becoming CEO, we really do build the foundation of your business, right? We build the foundation of your business so that you can sign four-figure clients, five-figure clients. Hey, one day I would love for somebody to sign a six-figure. Like if somebody signed a six-figure client with me, listen, I would be screaming that from the rooftops, right? Um, I've gotten pretty close to signing a six-figure client, which was really fun, um, but you know, I like that. That's what's happening here, right? The long term, you're going to have you're going to have the foundation built to your business. That's a long term benefit. That's a long term ROI from a program, right? So you want to think about that. Additionally, you want to use social proof testimonials. Um, These things kind of build trust, right? And really, like those, those things can overcome objections, right? Any objections that people may have, when they see the social proof, when they see the testimonials, that's going to build that trust and credibility. And then they're going to be like, okay, well, I really don't have so many objections, because I've seeing you show all these different examples of the things that I want or the the questions that I may have had right so overall it's just like I just want to say first and foremost it's important to understand the price resistance so that you can address it and communicate your value and stand in your pricing and so just in speaking a little like just a little bit more about communicating the value of your offer I want to say that when you are able to communicate the unique value of your offers your services your coaching it will help you just justify your higher prices because I recognize that, you know, it's very easy for us to stop a cheap price on something and, you know, get a bunch of people to buy, right? But here's the thing, high ticket buyers, they are not looking like price is not the issue. And I, I, I want to make that very clear. High ticket clients, your MVP clients, like their issue is not how much it costs. So don't lower the price, right? You don't need to lower the price. What you need to do is highlight the unique features, highlight the unique benefits. Um, what sets this apart from everybody else? If you can articulate that um, and if you can show them like what they're going to get or if you can show them like how other people have gotten a transformation, your clients will pay the higher price. And like I said, for me, becoming CEO, the reason why it's unique, I don't do cookie cutter strategies. I'm very intentional on supporting um, moms in business, right? My focus is on helping you sell your high ticket offer. My philosophy is moms do business different, right? And so I want you to customize your um, your actual strategy, right? So I teach a wealth of strategies and then we customize to figure out, okay, what is most in alignment with your lifestyle? So in the 20 hours that you have this week, maybe you have less, right? Some, some of my moms have 10 hours a week. So with that time, what type of offers do we need to create? How much How much do your offers need to be? Um, you know, what What are you actually selling? What? How are you actually marketing, right? Like those things, how are we putting all that together in a way that works for you? Because as moms, we do business different and everyone's gonna do their business different. And, and that's why I don't teach like a cookie cutter, you have to do it this way, right? There's frameworks, there's blueprints, there's templates, but listen, we're going to customize it according to you. Not many people can say this, right? Not many, like there's a lot of people that teach one strategy, and that's it. And while there's nothing wrong with that, I want to be very clear: there's nothing wrong if you are an email strategist, an email specialist, and you only teach email. Stay in that lane because that's a great skill to teach, right? It's a great skill to teach. And guess what? I'm going to refer my people to you if they want to double down even more on email. I'm going to refer them to you, right? For me, I'm helping you with the overarching, the big picture, and then the execution, the implementation, right? But I still want my my CEOs to go and hire a um, email specialist, a podcast specialist. A, uh, you know, an Instagram person, right? I want you to go and, h- and hire those people and take their program so that you can learn more about the actual skills there. With me, I'm teaching you the skill of how to make money, right? How to create a system and how to make it make money. And that's what I'm doing here. Um, and again not many people can say that that's what they do right that's my unique value for you it could look like a white glove experience it could look like oh you helped them learn a very specific skill um you have a unique way of presenting the information i just recently saw one of my clients created a program and her program is audio only and i was like dang that is so bomb i love this um so uh, like that could be your unique angle. Maybe you have a special framework, which we all should have by the way, um, but you have a special framework. All of this is gonna communicate your unique value, which is going to justify and command a higher price, right? Becoming CEO, y'all just don't know it yet, but the price is about to go up, up, up because the girls are getting results. And listen, it's worth the price. Like it's worth the price, especially because of the long-term benefit, right? Going back to that long-term benefit thing. Next is the social proof, right? Using social proof is going to help you communicate the value of your offer because it's going to build trust and credibility. When you share testimonials, when you share case studies from satisfied customers, it's going to show the value that you provide. This social proof is going to help those customers that you have, um, or or those people that are coming into your DMs and they have, you know, concerns. It's going to help overcome those objections, and they're going to be able to pay that higher price with confidence because they see, wow, this is what happened for others, right? And and you're a woman of integrity. I know if you're listening to this, you're a woman of integrity. You're, you're gonna be honest, right? So you're not gonna fluff someone's um, testimonial or case study or whatever. You're gonna tell the truth. And this is what's going to help people be like, okay, I know that this is worth the cost because I've seen all these things, where right? I've seen all this proof. And so because of that, I trust her enough to make this investment, right? The last thing I wanna say is, address objections, right? Come up front and address objections. Some common objections that are are related to like the pricing resistance and like, you know, money and all that kind of stuff. You want to be prepared with a response to that. And it could be something as simple as, you know, um, Listen, I have a payment plan for this, right? Like, you know, yeah, I recognize that saying that this offer is thirty five hundred dollars or eight thousand dollars or fifteen thousand dollars, that may seem like a lot, but that's but I also have payment plan options, right? And you can make these installments. Um, it could be that maybe you just say, like, hey, listen, I recognize that price is you know, the, the price is um this is a premium offer, but here's why, right? It's because clients that invest in this offer, you know, 10X their results, right? So something with me and something that I always think about is how much do I ideally want my clients to make with me? So if I want my clients to make, let's just say, I'm just gonna throw out a random number. If I want my clients to make $100,000 with me in this one offer, I then I expect you to be willing to invest 10%, right? I I expect you to be willing to invest 10%, so $10,000. I expect you to be willing to invest that much money In order for you to get a 10x roi right like why not if 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 you knew that you could put ten thousand dollars into a machine and get a hundred thousand a hundred thousand dollars back wouldn't you do that yes you would and that's what that that's what i think about when i'm thinking about you know um my pricing and stuff like that now do I always say that? No. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, sometimes it's relevant, sometimes it's not. But for some conversations and with certain people, and I did an episode about um, the different buyer types. For the red buyer type, I would definitely um, tell them that. Like, yo, like, if if you knew that you were going to make $100,000 with this offer, you can invest $10,000. Right there, they would be hooked. They'll be done. They'll buy. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's, that's a sales strategy. That's a sales tactic right there. Like, just understanding who you're talking to and knowing how to overcome and and it's not even about overcoming their objection but it's about speaking to their objections right it's like I just it's mind-blowing to me that people you know will or let me say this it's not mind-blowing to me I just I just truly believe that your level of investment is going to match or you're going to see it reflected in what you make Right. So I invest big. I invest big money because I want to make big money. Right. And that's the same caliber of client that I want to support. I want to support a client that knows, okay, I'm going to put big money in because I know I'm going to get big money out. Right. And it's not about, you know, oh, being in my energy, blah, blah. I don't do all that mess. Like I'm all about, okay, what's the strategy? Let's look at the blueprint. Let's look at this. Like, let's break this down and figure out what's working, what's not working. Let's tweak. Boom, boom, boom. Go make your money. Right. That's where I'm at. And so when I am addressing objections up front, especially with becoming CEO, I'll just talk about becoming CEO. When I'm just when I'm addressing objections up front with that, I really focus on, okay, you know, here is how this offer and it goes back to like how you're different. This is why this offer is different. This is like mama if you come work with me like you're not gonna worry about someone gaslighting you about oh you just need to wake up earlier or sleep you know or go to sleep later or whatever like girl get out of my face all the stuff i have to do for these kids to keep these humans alive and to be a great wife and you're gonna tell me to <laughs> you know to just get more you know to um, wake up early or go to bed later if you don't get out of my face right now i don't know what i'm gonna do right like, like, you won't you won't experience that here, right? You will experience a community of other moms who get it, right? And who are going to encourage you and speak life into you, right? Um, so, so those are kind of like where I go with that. But even when I think about when I was a service provider, a lot of times with my services, the objections that I will overcome is like, hey, listen, I know that a social media manager is an investment, right? I know that it's a pretty hefty investment, but this is why you want this. It's because you like it's much easier for you to let someone else do it than for you to spend hours and hours creating your own content scheduling your own content doing all these kind of things researching doing all the idea girl you don't got time for all that let me do it right so address objections that come up that you see and you may not know any up front and that's okay right one thing that i would ask people if you don't know like what objections could be for your people is if you're talking to someone just say hey if we took the price off the table what other questions or feelings are coming up for you right now, you don't ask this to everybody right but for some people just be like hey listen if price wasn't an issue like tell me what other questions you got like what else is coming up what what else is happening and then sit back like be quiet give them a second give them a second to think give them a moment and then allow them to communicate their deeper objection because like i said it's not always like nine times out of ten it's not the money boo it's really not and so we have to give ourselves an opportunity to hear what that thing is. So once you hear it, now you can obdre- address that objection, and then offer a payment option if that's necessary. So, you know, last um, later this year, I'm actually planning to host a uh, a sales workshop, and it's going to be exclusive to the students that are inside becoming CEO. And during that workshop, I'm actually going to dive deep into navigating objections and like successfully closing sales calls, because I recognize that you know, and again, as much as I hate talking about objections, well, I don't hate talking about objections, um, but I just, I know that there's so much you can do to prevent getting objections that I'm like, oh, you know, like, let's start at the root, but it's okay. I'm going to create both sides. I'm going to create how we can... Keep ourselves from even getting those clients, but I'm also going to help navigate when you do get objections, right? Because even to this day, I still do occasionally get objections, right? I'm not gonna act like I don't, like nobody ever says anything to me. People do give me objections, but it doesn't happen often. Um, but anyway, I'm doing the sales workshop, and during this, um, um, I'm, I'm just really excited because I'm really gonna deep dive into like navigating this whole conversation of like objections successfully closing sales calls, communicating your value, standing on your prices, all those things. Um, and I'm really excited about that. And so that's going to happen later on this year. It's probably going to happen like in the fall. Um, but also like currently inside of becoming CEO, I actually offer sales call reviews. So you can basically like send me a link to your, um, to your sales calls and or to like one of your sales calls and i'll listen to it and then i will give you feedback so i will give you feedback on like how you can improve your call some things that i noticed that happened um and just give you feedback on just how to better like navigate a sales call and actually you know um conduct that's what that's what the word is conduct a sales call so that's it i just wanted to like go a step deeper we're talking about communicating the value of your offer i know i said a lot of things in this episode um <laughs> lately i just i feel like i have so many thoughts about so many things um but you know hey, it is what it is mama has thoughts <laughs> but the doors to the becoming ceo lifetime group coaching experience are officially open this is my signature marketing and sales program for moms that want to sell high ticket offers in less than 20 hours a week with a sustainable high ticket sales system so basically mama if you want to make some money selling high Ticket offers consistently, this is the program for you, right? Um, if you just don't have a ton of time, but you want to. You know, create you want to be able to create an offer, you want to be able to sign clients and serve those clients in less than 20 hours a week. This is where you're going to want to be. I'm going to support you in simplifying and streamlining your strategy, your business. Um, I'm going to help you clarify your vision, your messaging like, literally, everything you need to do to make more money. That is what I'm going to be doing with you inside this program where we're going to be customizing it to exactly what you need. In your life and in your business, right? We really take a holistic approach to, okay, how is your life looking right now? And then what does your business need? Um, And listen, I'm gonna give you just as much as you give me. You give me all your energy, you give me big energy, I'm gonna give you big energy back, right? Like that's how I work. You know, there there's no halfway with me. Either you're either we're gonna be all in. Well, actually, I mean, hey, it could be halfway, right? Maybe you are in a season where you need, like, just hey, this week I'm in, this week come out. That's fine. That's why becoming CEO is lifetime, right? Because sometimes you can't be all in right now, and I recognize that. And that's a whole other conversation for another time. But I want us as moms to, and I want to give you permission today to give yourself some grace. If you are, if if mom life is especially busy right now, if just things are going on like right now, my toddler is screaming for her, I don't even know why. Girl, I had to figure out why he was screaming. I still don't know why, but it's okay, He don't stop now. But um, but yeah, this program is gonna be for you if you are just, you know, it, it doesn't matter what season you're in. That's what I'm gonna say. It doesn't matter what season of motherhood you're in. It doesn't matter what season of your business you're in. If you're in a space where you're like, I want to sign high ticket clients. I wanna figure out how to create this business where I'm only working 20 hours a week. You You are in a position where you're like, I want to make, you know, I want consistent clients, consistent sales. You know, I wanna be able to have a system for all of it to work. Then this is where you want to be, Bo, because this program really does set the foundation for your business. People inside becoming CEO, they come in making, you know, one thousand dollars a month, three thousand dollars a month, five thousand dollars a month to consistently making five thousand, six thousand, seven thousand, eight thousand. We have people making ten thousand dollars a month plus, right? Like it's the whole, it's the whole range. Um, but really. What I want to give you in this program is just the tools and the foundation to create a sustainable business, right? Like this is where we build. This is where we grow, right? After this, you can go on to like scaling, right? Like after you have the foundation, after you after you have your tools, your strategy, your resources on how you build the thing, then at that point you can throw, you can throw what they say gasoline on the fire, right? And you can explode from there, but you really do need to focus on the foundation, right? A lot of people are missing the same strategy, the marketing strategy foundation. And that is what we're getting here inside becoming CEO. So I would love to see you on the inside. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a Young Thugger review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.